Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What's your legacy? Miami-Dade residents produce six pounds of trash daily. Much of that is plastic and will remain in our environment long after we're gone. Be part of the solution. Eliminate single-use plastic. More at miamidade.gov slash plasticfree305. Welcome back, everybody. This is Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our YouTube handle is at LA Rams Up. Hey, we don't pretend to be LA Rams insiders. We're just Rams fans that love talking about our Los Angeles Rams. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. Hey everybody, Mark from Rams Up here, episode 198, and I'm doing things a little bit differently. Usually what I do is I record my audio for the podcast and I convert it into a video file with a static image, upload that to YouTube, so you get an audio podcast on the pod platforms and on YouTube, and of course I occasionally create a video. Kind of going backwards this time. I'm creating this video, and then I'll use the audio for a podcast. And the reason I'm telling you this, if you are listening on the podcast, on a podcast platform, uh, you may be missing out on a little bit, but I'll try to make sure you're aware of everything I'm talking about on screen here. And uh, I'm referring to my roster locks that I'm going to walk through here in a minute. Before I do that, some RAM news. Will Upton's YouTube channel, jumping in on the Rams again, worth taking a look. He had his first ever Rams video a few weeks back. I called that out. 
Uh, he has another one out, and I have a feeling, I sense that Will is starting to like some Los Angeles Rams buying stock in them, thinking they're being undersold and could actually be a team to watch out for this year. So check out his YouTube channel. The Rams signed Sony Michelle. Now, a few weeks ago, I thought I, I mentioned on one of the podcasts, the Rams have to bring in another running back. There's no way they can go into training camp with Cam Akers, Zach Evans, Kyron Williams, and Ronnie Rivers, and that's it. So they add Sony Michelle. The only way Sony Michelle makes his final roster, I believe, is if Zach Evans really doesn't doesn't step up and the Rams are displeased with his performance in one way or another. That would be the only avenue for Sony Michelle making this roster, in my opinion. But you need at least five running backs in camp, that's for sure. Some Ram ruminations here, Pro Football Focus. They released their some record books here. Their highest rated edge defender ever was Robert Quinn with the Rams in 2013. And their highest rated interior defensive lineman, Aaron Donald in 2018. So Rams defensive lineman making some noise here. Man, have the Rams just nailed it along the defensive line for about 50 years, haven't they? Uh, what else I got here? Pro Football Focus also calling out Kobe Durant as their breakout star candidate for the Rams, one of the most, one of the highest rated slot corners last year. And limited number of data of data points there, relatively speaking, compared to some of the other corners in the league. But nonetheless, uh, when he was out there, he performed really well. Pro Football Focus loving some Kobe Durant. And I wanted to mention, I try to share all these little tidbits I get from other inside, well, not other insiders, insiders, I don't pretend to be one. Uh, and I gathered this from Stu Jackson reporting that Tyon Davis had a really good mini camp undrafted rookie cornerback looking really good and having a shot at making this roster maybe. So I wanted to mention that I was unaware of how well he had been performing. Stu Jackson calling that out. Uh, hey, so let's get to this, um, my roster locks. And when I say roster locks, I'm going to keep this clean. What I'm saying is these guys, I'd bet my left toe, they're going to make this roster. Uh, they're not getting cut. Let's put it that way. Now, could they get traded? Who knows? Could they get hurt? I certainly hope not. But if they remain healthy and they don't get traded, not saying anyone's going to get traded, but just qualifying what a roster lock is to me. These guys aren't getting cut. And that's a pretty high bar you need to pass to be a Rams up roster lock here in late June. But that's what I've tried to do here. So let's take a look at it. Bear with me here. Again, if you're listening audio only, I will keep you caught up with my displays here. Who do I have as my roster locks on offense? I just got three position groups. I'm going to go through here, quarterback, running back, and wide receiver. And in a minute, we'll talk about the guys that aren't on this list, and I'll tell you why, at least the guys that might surprise you that aren't on this list. I got the two quarterbacks, Stafford and Bennett, the two running backs, Akers and Williams, and just four wide receivers, Cup, Jefferson, Atwell and Nakua. I don't think anyone's going to argue with that. I think all 
eight of these guys are roster locks, but who did I leave off? I left off Brett Ripien, the quarterback. I think it's probably a 50-50 chance the Rams carry three quarterbacks. Could Ripien end up on the practice squad? I'm not sure he qualifies, but if he does, he probably would. And I have Ben Skaronic. I've left off Ben Skaronic, and I think he's probably going to be on this roster at 90%, 95% chance, but I just could not call him a roster lock. Remember, they signed Demarcus Robinson and Tyler Johnson, and there's also Lance McCutcheon. It's going to be really competitive for these last two spots. I think it'll be two more spots, two more wide receivers, and Skowronik has to be the favorite to be that fifth or sixth guy, and he probably will. I get it. He almost certainly will, but I cannot call him a roster lock. I'm not betting my left toe on it. And then Zach Evans. And Zach Evans, a six-round pick, he's probably going to be on this roster too. But remember, he had some issues in college. He has to overcome them. He has some proving to do on the field and to the coaches. So could I see Zach Evans on the practice squad or cut? I, I could see that happening. We're way early to tell, like I say, probably going to be on the roster, but not betting my left toe. What's your legacy? Miami-Dade residents produce six pounds of trash daily. Much of that is plastic and will remain in our environment long after we're gone. Be part of the solution. Eliminate single-use plastic. More at miamidade.gov slash plasticfree305. Who's the next group we have? We got the tight ends and the offensive linemen. By the way, I'm just going through the offense this episode. This is part one, offense only. Should have said that up front. And I have two tight ends, Tyler Higby and Davis Allen. I left off the other two guys, uh, Hunter Long and Bryson Hopkins. Why did I leave them off? Because I think those two will be fighting for the third tight end job. I don't think they're carrying four tight ends. And I know a lot of Ram fans love Bryson Hopkins, think this is his year. And maybe that's the case. But... I think Davis Allen will be on the squad. They're not going to try to sneak him onto the practice squad. Tyler Higby originally thought the might the Rams might move on from him. That has not happened. Has not happened. So I'm seeing uh, Tyler Higby on this 53-man roster, and he's probably one guy that I would be tempted to put on the bubble. But this is a roster lock, and I went with a lock, and he's the one guy that. Maybe could still cost me my left toe, but I hope not. I I love Tyler Higby. But I think Hopkins and Long, I don't think both of them are on this roster, so I couldn't put either of them on it as roster locks. And then the offensive line, Brian Allen, Alaric Jackson, Coleman Shelton, Joseph Nopum, Rob Havenstein, Steve Avila, and I have Warren McClendon there. And there are a couple guys that I was not 100% on in this group. Who did I leave off? Well, I already mentioned the two tight ends. And then I have Logan Brass and Tremaine Ankrum. And, yeah, uh, you know, I would certainly hope Logan Brass steps up and makes this roster, and I would hope Tremaine Ankrum does as well. And I'm probably going to go 95% on both of those, but I'm still – uh, again, this is a roster lock. You have to understand what that means. Are, is Logan Bress a roster lock? Uh, maybe, but I, I didn't roll with that. I said no. And Tremaine Ankrum, uh, I think he's probably 
very close to being a lock, but it's tough, man. It's really tough. You want to call these guys uh, roster locks. I can't do it. Um, so there you have it. Um, and, and, and as far as offensive line, there are some other guys that could sneak onto this roster that are not listed here at all. So it's not just a matter of Russ and Ankrum earning a spot on that roster, competing with each other. There are a couple other guys, uh, AJ or Curry, for example, uh, and the guy out of Youngstown State, is it Mike McAllister? He's been stepping up and looking good. So there could be a surprise run along this offensive line. And I could be wrong on one of these guys I'm calling locks as well, but I feel pretty good about it. So we'll have to see if we keep my left toe or not. Uh, you guys have your receipts. This is These are my offensive roster locks. And, you know, you throw in the two uh, special teams guys, Ethan Evans and uh, Alex Ward, the long snapper. Those would be my two special teams locks as well. Kicker, uh, I'm not calling uh, our last kicker as a lock. Far from it at this point. There you have it. My part one offensive roster locks for the 2023 Los Angeles Rams. How many guys did I have here? I think it's 17, something like that. Uh, but there you have it. We'll see how well I did. We'll come back in a week or two or an episode or two, and we'll do the defense, the lost roster locks on the defensive side of the ball, and you can throw some darts at at what I come up with there as well, because I'm sure some of you are going to disagree with me on this. But just remember, before you criticize this list, these are locks, not maybes, probably's, almost sure. These are locks. Understand what a roster lock is. And there you have it. We'll be back in a minute with some more RAM and NFL notes. Ryan from Rams up. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Hey, I have a bunch of additional Rams notes to get through. The Rams are down to 10 unsigned draft picks, having signed Nakua and Davis Allen. They had already signed Steve Avila and the punter Ethan Evans. So 10 more to go on that front. With the two recent cuts and the addition of Sony Michelle, I have the Rams at 86 rostered players now. That's including the 10 unsigned draft picks. But 86 players, and a couple of episodes ago, I shared some random roster trivia. And now I wanted to look at where these players came from, what universities they came from. How does it break down by universities? Well, let's start out with this observation. The Rams are not looking close to home when it comes to their draft picks and undrafted free agents. They have a total of Four players of the 86, four players from California schools. That's two from San Diego State, one from Fresno State, and one from UCLA. Now, we have to keep in mind there's plenty of California kids filling up rosters across the country, especially the Oregon and Arizona schools. But what really stands out, just one player from UCLA and USC combined. That struck me as kind of odd. Three total players from Pac-12 schools, one each from UCLA, Arizona State, and Washington. Now, Washington last year led the Rams as far as players from one university, but they have lost Greg Gaines and Taylor Rapp, so Coleman Shelton is the last man standing 
from the University of Washington. The top schools right now of this 86, Georgia has six, TCU has three, and Wake Forest has three, a bunch of schools with two. Now, of Georgia's six, they're getting credit for Darion Kendrick, by the way. He also played at Clemson, but he wrapped up his career at Georgia. I think four of these are going to end up on the roster for sure. Stafford, Bennett, McClendon, and Kendrick. So I'm not counting Michelle and LeCount, Richard LeCount, the safety, as making this roster. But anyway, six from Georgia. Four will surely end up on this roster. Three from TCU, and I think all three of them will make this team. Well, I think that's almost a certainty. Joseph Nopum, Steve Avila, and Hodges Tomlinson, the rookie cornerback. And three from Wake Forest. But of those three, I think only Kobe Turner is going to end up on this roster. Some more ruminations across the internet regarding the Rams. Kevin Patra of NFL.com identified the top 10 biggest roster holes. And I was scrolling down and then I finally got to number two and it was the Rams. And before I read what he was identifying as this giant roster hole, I took my guess. Was it inside linebacker? Was it edge? Please don't tell me the offensive line. Well, Kevin kind of copped out. He said the entire defense. (laughs) The entire defense kind of a cop-out. I see where he's coming from, but I think their defensive line is actually okay. I mean, they have this guy named Aaron Donald and the rookie Kobe Turner and two or three guys that have proven they can play in the NFL. So I wouldn't call that a roster hole. I think they're pretty solid at safety. Now, he made the comment that all they really have is Jordan Fuller. So I think he's a little behind the times when it comes to the Rams at the safety position. And he also mentioned, of course, that the two rookies will be relied on at cornerback. Hey, I would have no problem if you said inside linebacker or edge, but the entire defense come on. And remember when the Rams got criticized heavily for the contract they gave to Matthew Stafford? Well, it's not looking so bad right now. He is now the ninth highest paid quarterback for 2023. And consider this, he's paid less than Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, and Deshaun Watson. You tell me who you take in of those four. I think it's without a doubt Matthew Stafford. And with the U.S. Open golf tournament in town, I saw that Andrew Whitworth, Sean McVay, Matthew Stafford, and Josh Kroenke had a day together on the golf course. And it got me thinking, who is my dream foursome? Who are the three Rams I would like to play 18 holes with? I discuss this with my special assistant who knows everything, but prefers to remain anonymous. And he threw a name out there that I jumped all over, Chris Long. Chris Long is so hilarious. Follow him on Twitter a little bit. See him as a guest on podcasts here and there. And he is intelligent and very entertaining. So I went with Chris Long and who else? I added Sean McVay. I don't know how much I could concentrate on my golf game or let Sean concentrate on his. I'd just be asking too many questions. And how about AD? Yeah, I mean, if you can spend four and a half hours with Aaron Donald on a golf course, that would be a day to never forget. But you know who else I would like to play with? I I added four other guys that maybe they could be coming up behind me in the next four some 
one of my favorite players of all time, SJ39, who else would be a lot of fun on the golf course, even if he's one hole behind you, Tyler Higby, I think he'd be hitting into you a little bit. And one of my favorite Rams, one of the friendliest players I've ever crossed paths with, Alec Ogletree, he would be a heck of a time on the golf course. And how about someone like Jack Youngblood, going way back a little bit to the 70s here, but 18 holes with Jack Youngblood coming up behind me, that would be pretty good. And I have no problem playing from the senior tees. Give me a little bit of dick for a meal. Me and Dick playing 18 holes and talking 1999 Super Bowl. That would be a kick. Leaving out a lot of guys. Tory Holt, Isaac Bruce. Would they be a lot of fun? What about a guy like Eric Weddle? Helped us win a Super Bowl. Jalen Ramsey. How much fun would 18 holes with Jalen Ramsey be? But my primary foursome, I'm going to roll with that. A.D., Sean McVay, and Chris Long. And by the way, I did not include Alec Ogletree simply because of the fact that he announced his retirement. That's right. Ogletree finally retiring. Found that out after I had identified my golfing partners, so to speak. Has some great memories of him and some interesting ones. Go back and look at that Ogletree O.J. Beckham Jr. brawl, or at least the brawl those two inside it. 2014 Rams at the New York Giants. Pretty crazy stuff. Ogletree, a first-round pick by the Rams in 2013, moved on to the New York Giants in 2018. Those two guys actually played together one year, 2018, with the Giants. Second-team All-Pro in 2016. So Ogletree retires. And one last thing I wanted to mention, some of you may have seen this, but I missed it, a pre-draft analysis of Stetson Bennett by Kurt Warner. And Count Warner as a big fan of Bennett. Just do a search on YouTube, Kurt Warner, Stetson Bennett. You'll see these two back-to-back videos, about 13 minutes each. Warner made two points that I thought were interesting. Two things you need to make it in the NFL. You need to make throws on the second level. And he has plenty of examples of Bennett doing just that and pointing out that you don't need to have a huge arm. You just need to have enough arm. And Bennett really does in these videos. And he also has a quick release is what I noticed. Kurt Warner, a big fan of Stetson Bennett. So coming up soon, hopefully our next episode will have our annual Dodgers episode with Paul and Tom. We'll also be getting back to our second roster lock segment, this one, the defense. And I'll take another shot at the Rams' 53-man roster after that. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. Visit our website at ramsup.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there. Music courtesy of the YouTube Audio Library. Tracks featuring Bar Crawl by Track Tribe. Buckeye Banzai by Vans in Japan. And Crimson Fly by Hamama.
What's your legacy? Miami-Dade residents produce six pounds of trash daily. Much of that is plastic and will remain in our environment long after we're gone. Be part of the solution. Eliminate single-use plastic. More at miamidade.gov slash plastic-free 305.